It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. God damn it feels good because football is back and there has been day in and day out of training camp and it's just it is just getting me more psyched for the football season. I'm John Barchard along with James Seltzer and Elliot Shore Parks. So we've got uh, fellas we've got a lot of questions from everybody to kind of get into today. So there's a there's a lot of great things happening. James, uh, the Philly season is officially over so you don't need to do any more high hopes. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think this is all starting to come together. How you doing, pal? I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just threw that Phillies thing at me and just a little gut punch. Sorry. But Sorry. No, Jason I, Vargas is yeah. not going to help anybody. I mean, all that matters is go birds. So <laughs> go birds. Uh, you know, uh, I was I was at the bar this week. I think it was Friday, I guess. And I looked up and saw the score and it was like 15 to 6 and I just laughed out loud. Yeah. Like it was one of those scores. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, but uh, said, I'm not out on the Phillies. That's my last I, Phillies yeah, point Look, look, they're, they're a game out of the wild card. You can't be out on them. They're just... Right. Super uninspiring. They are, uh, but they the were opposite of this Eagles team that's about so. to win the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> plenty of inspiring things today, uh, which we can uh, certainly get into. But Elliot was telling us he is chomping at the bit to get some takes out. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna let you have the floor. E, what'd you see today? Well, so it's obviously not a football take, but um, <laughs> so <laughs> I know I'm getting old because like. I like just put on way too much sunscreen every day. And it's all I think about at training camp. Like I'm out there just worried my face is going to get burned. That's ridiculous. I just put way too much on. I mean, you guys are old. Maybe you can share. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm old too. And guess how much sunscreen I put on uh, in the last five days of training camp? Zero. Yeah. Because I've I got great skin. I drink a lot of water. Well, that, I, I don't do sunscreen. I've had to because of the whole, you know face being ripped open thing so they <laughs> yeah. told me that like for it to get better you have to wear sunscreen and be really careful about it haven't done a great job of it <laughs> not very good at the whole sunscreen thing not used to the sunscreen so thing, you need so. A, you need a little more e style in your <laughs> yeah, life yeah i you, probably need to be more like e than not yeah. Yeah. yeah okay fantastic. i mean like i'm on i'm on the sideline and you're like spf you know, 75 it, or something elliot 
50. Well, basically, 50. yeah. The Eagles give us like this. It's kind of like a glue stick and you rub it on your face. But like I hear these kids, like there's a lot of fans at uh, training camp and they're all along the sidelines. You can hear their commentary after each play and it might be like the best podcast imaginable the way the people talk about football. But like there's a bunch of kids and the moms come up and they're like, come on, we have to put sunscreen on you. And they're like, why? And in my head, I'm like, what do you mean? Why? It's like 80, <laughs> like 90 fucking degrees outside. Like it's clear. So anyway, I'm an old man now. Yeah. No, I like it. I, and, I will say in the old man thing in those types of situations I always identify with the parents now and I never in any situation I'm always like fucking little kid man yeah. be good to your parents now that it's, yeah. It's, yeah. and I like, never used to just put on the fucking yeah. sunscreen never used to think that way <laughs> Uh, by the way, speaking of which, uh, we do have audio of those reactions from those said kids. Ooh. So uh, we got, yeah, I'm pl- we're planning on uh, doing something because we, I imagine now they've gone, uh, the Eagles have gone really hard uh, in the last couple of days, and especially today they went. Was that a phrasing? Should I have? A phrase I was it? thinking about it when you uh, said it. I was <laughs> like, how hard are they going, John? Uh, <laughs> they uh, they did their first real live drills today, and it. Elliot, what, don't you think that was like the awkward part of practice? It was great to see, but, you know, music's blaring, everybody's having a good time, and then all of a sudden it's just whoom, dead silence on the field. What did he? What did he set? And that's all you really hear, and you're going like, oh, shit, we have to really you know, pay attention and, 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 and see all these different things. But it was good to I, – I, I love the, the live tackling portions uh, out there, Ian. Uh, I, I guess we'll start with what impressed you the most today. Well, when people hear live tackling, I think they think of, you know, like old school practices. The live tackling drills are really not that much different than just the thud practices. They take out almost every player that's important. I didn't see Deshaun, Alshon, Aguilar, Goddard. Ertz was maybe in there for one snap. The running backs that ran it was were mostly uh, Josh Adams and Wendell Smallwood. So this idea that, you know, they're like going really hard and it's like a game is not necessarily true. And you're right. They turned the music off. And for a practice that went, I think, two hours and 15 or 220 or something like that, there were certainly moments where different players look good, but I didn't feel like it was an intense practice by any means. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of been the mood for the last uh, last few days. But uh um, you, you should you should ask him how Sidney Jones did real quick, James. Well, I was that's I trust me. I was getting ready to fire off questions <laughs> at you guys, and that was going to be my first one. I saw on Twitter a little diving interception action. I, should I be asking him or you? Do I no, want to get the mellow report or I the want, over the top report? I want him to say it. Say it. I mean, John's hype. You know, it's only been four <laughs> practices, but no, <laughs> no. Look, I mean, Sidney's been he's probably been their best cornerback during camp so far. Uh, pass deflections, really tight coverage, two, an interception in seven on seven victory today. lap way too quickly here. I'm just way too quick not, on the victory I'm, lap. I'm not taking a victory lap. I'm just saying it's not – there hasn't been a sentence – from that from Elliot's fingers or my mouth or anyone that's down that has said Sidney Jones has had a really bad practice today. Not one. No, he's been great. Yeah. So I just want to point it out. I'm just saying uh-huh. the train is always here. Anyone is welcome to board it. There is wonderful snacks in the dining cart. Come on and jump on the Sidney Jones. See, but, you know, well, you train. need to what you what you're doing, John, is you're basically jinxing Sidney Jones because you're taking this victory lap far too early that's and you're I basically said making sure that it's going to reverse <laughs> well we don't that's the the most interesting thing about i'm just going to call them the trio because that's who's been out there between maddox and jones and Rasul douglas and now that we've had a, a pretty decent sample size of kind of 
what they're doing. And uh, granted, a lot of these are probably just to get uh, more work in or to cross train and things like that. But so far, um, you know, Douglas has taken 100 percent of the snaps on the outside as he should be doing. But it has been part of the first team. Ninety three snaps for him. 67% of the time, Sidney Jones is on the outside. 54% of the time, Maddox has been on the outside. And then it's pretty uh, pretty even in terms of slot play in those 93 snaps where it's uh, 41% is Jones is in there, Maddox is in the slot 49% of the time. Uh, today, it was just Jones on the outside. I think that's what they really want to do in a perfect mm-hmm. world. It's Maddox in the slot, Jones on the outside, Douglas on the outside, who had a couple of really nice plays again today with just you know being a solid tackler and disrupting a, 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 lot of, uh, a lot of different run plays today. And I thought the defensive line did that too. But um, I don't know. I, I, is that, uh, I don't know if that's what we want, James. I don't know where Darby and the rest kind of fit in, but I, so far this trio has had a really strong camp. It's not just Sydney; like Douglas has been playing really well, Maddox has been playing really well. Um, where would Darby or Jalen fit in that role, if any? Well, look, I think that again, it's all dependent upon when they're on the field and really playing full go. Right. I, I think they still would like Darby to be a starter if he is healthy and really shows athletically that he can be there, but. I mean, you know, outside of Sidney Jones, who, you know, might be the best cornerback in the history of football, we're learning. Um, you know, I think Maddox and Douglas have earned the right to start. Those guys have earned that job as of right now based on the whole situation. So I think that makes a lot of sense. And I do think they want Sidney to be good. Obviously, they spent a second round pick on him. We know how much they value those types of guys that they believe in at that level. And look, he hasn't really had a real chance to show that he can be good with the injuries and all that. So. I think it's right that those three guys are out there now. I think if Darby's healthy, it gets interesting. But I certainly think those are the four guys you're looking at as the main guys at this moment. Elliot, is that the trail that's going to start the season? Uh, no, I think Ronald Darby's going to start the season. Um, you're talking about the trio that's out there now, or yes. the trio that, yeah, that yeah. James thinks? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I think Ronald Darby's going to start. The question is, do they pull Rasul? That, that's really what it comes down to. I don't think. They're going to pull Avante. Avante is going to play probably 100% of the defensive snaps, if not, you know, 90, 100% of the defensive snaps in week one. But Darby would not have come back here if they didn't essentially guarantee him a starting role. I mean, he visited the Chiefs. He probably had other interests. Uh, He wouldn't come back here if they were like, you have to compete for a spot, not on a one-year deal coming off a tour in ACL. So he will start. It's just a matter of who they replace. Yeah, it's uh, because that's the only guy with – a lot of speed, and I think Darby has to fit in there somewhere. And it would be weird if it's you don't want to take your best tackler off the field, who's a corner in Douglas. And even though I'm hyping up Sidney Jones and being like this is this is great, he still doesn't have the type of speed that Ronald Darby does. So if you have like and Maddox is kind of in between there, so you know, and I agree, Darby's got to fit somewhere. I actually, in that scenario, I hope that Rizul doesn't get pulled off the field because it brings a different element to it. But it's. It's going to be an interesting battle. Everybody's fighting their ass off. I would even say the guy, you know, your Hawkins and your McKinnons and this new kid Alex Brown that they've got on there. Like everybody's, it's it's still the most interesting battle, and no one really knows how it's going to shake out. And then we haven't even mentioned Jalen Mills when he's if when he's healthy, and we still don't know what's really going on with there. But it's unbelievable. Is it's he ever crazy. going to be healthy again? I, I don't know. I uh, mean, Ellie, have you? Uh, what's going on here? I mean, how long is it? It's been nine months since this guy was healthy. Yeah. What's going on? You know, do, you, do you know anything? I, so I, 
I've defended the Eagles medical staff like whenever we talk about this and it was certainly a topic of discussion last year the one area where it really feels like there were mistakes made was Jalen Mills um you know he's originally diagnosed with a foot sprain and he's not in a walking boot and then later on he's in a walking boot doesn't have surgery right away uh I don't know the whole thing just seems weird to me because it's been a long time he's posting videos of himself running doing backpedaling now that's certainly not doing you know uh team drills but he could definitely be out there doing individual drills so the fact they put him on the pup and he's not even doing that uh i think is really weird i mean in all my years covering the eagles i think this is the weirdest injury situation i've ever seen wow yeah, I think it's so a, it's too. A hell of a statement. I mean, it, yeah. is, it is weird. Like this. <laughs> this is a, this is not a uh, a spot where we've you know been totally fine with all the injuries and the recoveries yeah. and whatnot. So it reminds me of. Do uh, you remember kind of like how Earl Wolf went through his thing? Sure, of course. Reminds me of that. Wow. I, I know it's you know Earl, Earl Wolf Earl does was, not have kind things to say about the <laughs> Eagles medical staff. He, he does not. Uh, and you see, you see Jalen in the locker room. I mean, he's taking showers and he's you know working out and doing whatever. I like that and, taking showers is your go-to. Well, right it's because he always he's in the locker now. room. He's always showering, like, man. Yeah. Uh, he has a he's foot. Clean. We've seen the foot. Yeah, I can guarantee that he is clean. Yeah, okay? he's clean. Uh, we Smells do, good. We do have cameras in the showers, which is weird, but it's effective. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. He's kidding. Um, uh, he's uh, totally can I, kidding. Can I, it's a joke. Can I add a Ronald Darby, a Ronald Darby thing, really quick? Please. Yeah. So. You mentioned, you know, Ronald Darby has speed. And sure, he like, yeah, he was very fast coming out of college, coming off a torn ACL. Who knows if that speed will be there? I'm not really sure what Ronald Darby brings that the other cornerbacks don't give you. Like, as much as we debate Sidney Jones, I'd rather see Sidney Jones out there than Ronald Darby. I oh, mean, I think yes. he at least so has potential. Yeah. He's younger. I think Rasul Douglas is better than uh, Ronald Darby. I think Jalen Mills is better than Ronald Darby. I think Avante Maddox is better than Ronald Darby. I'm not even sure Orlando wow. Skandrick is that much worth what? the Ronald Darby. I mean, here's, whoa, 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 you know, whoa. See, whoa. here's the problem. This you is, just lost me. Uh, yeah, and also, <laughs> like, you're just basing this off. I mean, Ronald Darby has had a season in the NFL that was way better than anything we've ever seen from Sidney Jones, way better than what we saw from Rasul last year. Like, Ronald Darby was a star in Buffalo as a rookie. Yes, yeah. he's had some injuries, he's had some issues, but to just say he's not a good player, I think is short sighted. I mean, Sam Bradford won Rookie of the Year. Like, who cares? This was three years ago at this point. When he's been with the Eagles, he has not played well. He's not. Oh, that's not true. That's just it, it's, 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 it's injuries. absolutely true. Uh, this it's is, absolutely true. He's not played well when he's been with the Eagles. He's had certain spots he's where he's made plays, but anything. To say he's what he's been hurt more than anything. Like you haven't really gotten a real look at him. Well, he's been hurt, but I'm saying when and that's true. But when he's been out on the field, he has not played well. Uh, okay, I, I don't think we're going to agree on that Skandrick. one. Orlando Skandrick, yeah, Jesus. Orlando Skandrick, man, Jesus, Orlando Skandrick didn't for, have a job a three, few days ago. He like, stinks. what are we talking about? Yeah, right, I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up their stats from last year, and I guarantee oh, you, their the Orlando Skandrick from last year don't yeah. really do much for me. Okay, but his rookie year stats really. Okay, matter. go for it. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's the only full season he's played. I don't, you know, I don't know what to tell you. He's had yeah, I'm just saying issues. it was a long time ago. Like, to say that Ronald Darby deserves a starting job for anything other than the fact they just gave him a contract, I don't think he deserves the right to just be inserted back in that starting for lineup. The, for for the record, I don't think yeah. anyone deserves anything unless I agree. they've shown it. I'm just saying that to say that he stinks, this. I think yeah. to say that everyone is just better than him, I think is a leap, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, well, well James, I don't think that. Well, damn it, Elliot. <laughs> Why aren't you here so we can fight about this? Uh, some uh, some fun things did happen today. And, uh, Elliot, I'll let you set this up, too, where 
Um, it was, uh, James, it was the loudest thing I've ever heard uh, in terms of like, you know, through camp so far and the offense got really fired up today and it was, it came on one big play with uh, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside there, bud. What, uh, what happened? So I was looking up the passing stats and I do have them when you're ready, but that aside, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that aside, uh, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside made a play that, I mean, I just had to go find John immediately because that's his boy. Uh, good day for John's boys. But yeah. look, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside really showed off speed on this play. Uh, it was a tip ball, so it wasn't like you know he kind of won in coverage. But very heads-up play to grab it and sprint down the field uh, about 75 yards. I mean, definitely the biggest play. I guess that or the Deshaun Jackson touchdown a few days ago, but definitely one of the more impressive plays of training camp so far. Well, real quick, real quick, real quick. Your big no hyphen on hyphen crime and all that, right? Yeah. Yes. One person, the man sitting next to me, John Barchard, said the man's name right. Arthega. You did not say the man's name right. Okay. Arcega. Well, you I would know actually how like it's supposed that. to be said. He said how his name is said. Hyphen on hyphen crime. We actually talked about this today, and because JJ said you can call me whatever you want, I don't care. Uh-huh. I hate when people do. Me that. too, because you know they care. Yes. Like it's just like fine. Like <laughs> these assholes to. are going to keep calling me this. What can I do? I'll just be fine with it. When you know you would prefer your name be said right. And whether it's because of the accent or not, I don't care. It's Thega. He said Thega to me. White he said Thega. To the other people in the in the locker room, so it's our thing. But well, you know. all I know is when you guys hear his name on TV this year, he has told Eagles PR staff that they can tell the TV announcers, the radio people, that it is JJ Arcega Whiteside. All right, that's my new mission. So just I putting have- that out there, you should get ready for a full career frustration. <laughs> <laughs> I will have. Uh, He's an Eagle. Say his name right, Elliot. I think we have to have a a march towards his locker and just to convince him not to do that. Uh, yeah, it's not right. Yeah. It's your name, man. Yeah. Roll with it. Uh, but the uh, the funnest part about this, so the moment that he crossed, because he, he had to duck Razul Douglas, who was trying to run him down and made a nice little maneuver to jump over him and get into the end zone, which was great. But the entire offense just started, woo, and running down. <laughs> they all huddled around him, and, and uh, you know, it was great. And actually, Elliot uh, kind of caught up with him after practice. How'd it feel to get in the end zone? Oh, it felt great. It was uh, it was different because you know I look back and there's a sea of green instead of a sea of red, and uh, <laughs> it was just exciting because all the guys were were you know running down you know to see you know Ertz, you know Carson, all of them uh, running down to celebrate with me, and you know and I'm the rookie, you know. So you and Miles Sanders both got in the end zone today. Mm. Uh, how's it feel for the fellow second round picks to both make an impact so early on in camp? Oh, you know, I mean, it's, it's I, I, I speak from uh, Miles when I say this. Uh, you know, we hold ourselves to a high standard, and uh, you know. That's what we expect to do is to make big plays, um, no matter if you're a rookie or a vet. And, you know, the vets are, are have that same mentality for us. They want us to step up and be big playmakers because at the end of the day, we want to win. Um, and it was funny because I went, as soon as Miles scored, I went up to him and was like, hey, man, like, you know, we're doing this thing, so let's keep pushing. Did it, I mean, I realize it's only, you know, a few days into training camp, but did, did it kind of make it hit you that you're here on this big stage to see all these Eagles first teamers, like, celebrating and hooting all with you? You know, it was uh, – it kind of hit me um, during OTAs at first um, because I was uh, I went in a huddle and you know I'm kind of nervous. I'm like, hey, I'm with all these guys and you know these are guys that I've watched on TV. I watched them win the Super Bowl a couple years ago and Ertz looked at me and said, Hey man, just have fun. You know you deserve to be here. And all that went away. And ever since then, it just kind of hit me that I'm here and I'm part of this team. You know I belong here and I just got to come here and make plays and have fun. I like I not that they need JJ to be an incredible part of this this offense or whatever but uh, i mean it 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 sure would be nice i'm i'm curious 
James, what do you think in terms of of, of him having a uh, – what kind of role do you expect him to take this season? Do you want to see him – Well, you know, I mean, look, you always want to see have, young guys get an opportunity and be good and grow with that and all that, but I'm not expecting him to be a major piece of the offense. I think you'll see him in the red zone. I think they want to do that, go with those big packages like we've talked a lot about, but I think otherwise it's going to take time. It's a position where – you know, other than that class a few years ago with Odell and Mike Evans and all those guys, rookie receivers really don't make a big impact. It's just the way it is. It's historically that's what happens. So I'm not expecting a huge impact, maybe some big plays here and there, but I'm not expecting him to be a massive part of the offense. Uh, Miles Sanders also had a pretty nice. Elliot's boy. Pretty nice day. Elliot's all too. in now. Got his first I'm all touchdown. in now. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Why are you all in? Well, first, I just want to say to the general listening public, it's okay to change your mind on things. In fact, I would argue the smartest people out there change their mind. And after seeing Miles Sanders, yeah, what? I totally agree with you. Right. So after seeing Miles Sanders up and close personal for a week, he just is better than all the other running backs. Like he had, he looks different when he hits the hole. He had a nice catch today. Uh, He still did have drop issues at Penn State. Doesn't change that fact, but he's done a good job catching the ball in training camp thus far. Had a touchdown today, and uh, he's looked the part. I think that he's slowly become more and more part of the offense, and I do think he's going to play a larger role than I uh, expected. Yeah, I think so too. It's starting to be really tough to be like, okay, and and listen, in you know Jordan Howard. Didn't have the greatest day catching the football, so it's you're just going. Somebody's got to do it, and if it's going to be between uh, Darren and Miles Sanders, and you don't, I, you you kind of forget that you know, or at least I did. That Miles has a lot of pop too. Like there's just guys bounce off of him. He's got a lot of a lot of thickness uh, in those legs as well, and he's a, he's a hard guy to bring down. So if if he can be a little more comfortable with catching the football and the more and more again that Deuce Staley is is chapping his butt uh which he constantly does day in and day out I I do think that he'll have uh, a bigger role in the first few weeks of the season uh but should be pretty interesting because Jordan Howard despite dropping a bunch of footballs is still looking really good in between the tackles and running the football and we're starting to get a few retweets uh, from Bears Twitter there uh Elliot I don't know if you've noticed that too but like a lot of the guys are just saying yep this is, this is exactly why they didn't value him here and as much but um I yeah well Carson Wentz hasn't completed a single pass when throwing it at, at Jordan Howard yeah. in 11 on 11 so uh yeah look I don't think Jordan Howard's gonna be a receiving threat uh I think that you know, the Bears Twitter is probably right that every year I'm sure in training camp, Bears fans said, this is the year, this is the year, and then it never was. Uh, and I think that'll probably be the case this year, but they have Miles Sanders, they have Darren Sproles, and in theory they have Corey Clement when he's healthy. So they don't need Jordan Howard to be that receiving back. No, uh, and uh, and that's another thing that's still kind of up in the air. And just like we've been saying, James, like it's just Wendell Smallwood is a fantastic practice player, and he always stands out more. And than that's the other why he's going to make backs. the team. Like it's just going to happen. <laughs> it happens every camp. year. Yeah. Elliot, it's- are you still on the Wendell's not going to make the team bandwagon? Well, I was never on that bandwagon. Oh, I that don't was, I don't you misrepresent my bandwagon. Ah, my bad. It's lots of bandwagons. <laughs> I'll say I, I, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's RB4, though. Yeah, I think he's going to make the team. Yeah. You know who's who's looked good, though? Uh, Josh Adams. Now, Ooh, he's rolling mostly with the, the second slash man. Yeah, but he's he's done a great job catching the ball. I think he's caught every uh, all six of the targets he's gotten. Uh, done a good job running the ball. He was in there during the tackling session today and, and did a nice job. Uh, they're going to have really tough decisions to make it running back. I think the uh, Boston Scott era has come to an end. 
But I think that between Josh Sweat, I'm sorry, uh, Josh Adams, Corey Clement, Wendell Smallwood, they have a tough decision. Yeah, they do. There's, there's actually, and that's that's why you know this team is deep because a lot of people have already said it, and certainly we'll get into uh, some of the things in the in the mail take back here in just a second. But like, there is, there's a lot of trades to be made. There's a lot of cuts to be made. Um, and that's a, it's a fantastic problem to have, you know, if you're if you're debating about guys that were in the Super Bowl, guys that have contributed to be making this roster. That's a it's a really good problem to have. So it's not like I'm uh, I, I don't I don't fear any any backlash from you know the expectations or you know any of that. And depth can change at any moment too. It's we it's one of the reasons why like and, and I'm uh, just to, to flipping it to the defense for a second. E I I haven't noticed Sharif Miller. At, at all have you like and that's not a negative or a positive I just haven't noticed I haven't been paying that much attention to uh to him uh, specifically so I'm not don't want to rip Sharif Miller yet but I think it's starting to become a bit of a negative how little he is noticeable like you very rarely notice him during practice like Joe Osman stands out Josh Sweat stands out uh Vinnie Curry Brandon Graham like all these guys are making plays now Miller's a rookie those other guys are not but if I'm remember correctly, he was a fourth round pick, yes. right? Yes. Yep. Right. So, I mean, for as like invisible as he is, I, I think it's starting to become slightly concerning uh, that you just never notice him ever. So maybe in the preseason games, he'll stand out, but he certainly has not uh, caught anyone's attention during training camp. Uh, I will say this, though, James. Um, there is, and I, I, no doubt about it, uh, Joe Osman has had a great camp. But can you guess who is going up against on most of these pass rushes? Jordan Mailata. That is a ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And I, and I said this while because, you know, from this year to last year, I know that Jordan Mailata has a long way to go. We all know these things. But I said today, and I'm getting a little flack for it, I I think the experiment is starting oh. to fade away. This Not coming fast, from the man who once called him the next Jason Peters yeah, exactly. potentially. Like, <laughs> Look at his let it build. This is great, fantastic. Um, but I think it's and it's not like his he should give up football. It's I just I just don't think that trying to mold him into a tackle is going to work. Um, I know it's a different position. I just I I think he'd be better suited right now, if anything, as. As a guard, and this is where you kind of get into because everybody brings up Villanueva and like, don't give up on you know. You've spent all this time uh, kind of developing this guy. And I still agree with that, but you know, if if he hasn't really shown a lot of improvement, and this is a you know a team that needs to win now, is Jordan my lot of worth hanging on to? It's a great question. I think he probably. I mean, it depends. Like, it depends on the bottom of the roster and who stays, who goes, and all that. But I think he probably is worth holding on to based on the flashes they've seen. But I have a question for you two, because you guys have been down there, you've been seeing this, and something's come up on the Midday Show a few times that I think is an interesting discussion, because Ray Dittinger and Richie actually disagreed on this, so I'm wondering what you guys think. Because we haven't talked a lot about Jason Peters and the inevitability that whether it's just for portions of games or a longer period of time, that Jason Peters will miss time this season. It happens every year. We know it's going to happen. Uh, Ray Dittinger was of the impression that Andre Dillard would be the first up if that happens, when that happens, and Richie was more on that's going to be Big V again side. Where do you guys come down on that? E, I'll let you start. I think it's going to be Andre Dillard. Okay, um, so interesting. I, Lane Lane Johnson said today he think Dillard he thinks Dillard is ready to play. Uh, he's looked good every time I've focused on him. Um, I, I think it's going to be him. I mean, now I will say 
like maybe if Brandon Brooks is already back in there and Big V's on the bench, that could potentially change things. But right now, Big V is a starting right guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've shown they don't like Man, to change two Wiz. positions when they don't have to. God, why do they hate Wiz so much? What is it? What did he do? Well, he's still he's still the backup center, but he's also the third guy in line to play guard. Unbelievable. Just, yeah. He's also guard. not been doing a good job snapping the ball no. as a backup Starting center. guard in the Super Bowl. And it's like, yeah, eh, fuck that guy. In fact, I think I heard... Was it yesterday? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Doug saying, get the fucking snap right. Because it was like, <laughs> <laughs> or get the handout, get the transition right. Something like that. There was, yeah, it hasn't been good. It has mostly been him in, in Sudfeld too. So, yeah, I, find, I, I think Andre Dillard's fantastic. I think he's been really, really good. The battles between him, him and Josh Sweat have been outstanding the past couple of days. And that's... Kind of like a, and I know another uh, other people. I don't know. I, I don't think that. Uh, I think Josh Sweat is starting to get the breakout candidate label. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that yet. But I'm. I feel a lot more comfortable about the concerns at uh, the defensive end depth there, Elliot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I. I. I'm. I mean, I would take somebody that's proven over anybody. But I think. I think Josh has has shown that. You know, that's why. They're they're making these decisions, even though it's probably you know how he's got something up his sleeve here or whatever. But um, Josh Sweat impressions for you. So as you mentioned, he's going against Jordan Mailata, who I actually was thinking today during practice there was like a pretty decent chance he just gets cut. I mean, they drafted Dillard, so he's the tackle of the future. Uh, they've been coaching Jordan Mailata up for over a year now, and he just looks lost out there. Like Joe Osman very well could t- turn out to be a better player than we all think. But if Joe Osman is just schooling you in practice, that's not a great sign at this point for your NFL career. And he can't play multiple positions. So they can't put him in a game right now. And he doesn't play multiple positions. So I'm not really sure how he fits on this roster. So although Josh Sweat has played really well, I still would you know take that with a bit of a grain of salt. I'm really excited to see Sweat in the preseason games because last year in training camp, looked great, looked super athletic. Everyone was very excited. And then he disappeared in the preseason games so i'm excited he's probably a player i think needs a good preseason showing more than almost anyone else on the roster james you know what i'm excited about what have my propane delivered to me hey uh i uh and listen we we understand like not everybody's a propane griller in fact i i think it was our good friend tim high who's a good listener of the podcast says oh propane's not actually grilling and i got it sir it's grilling like there's there's you, you, I would never argue flavor between the two because you're gonna get different flavors between charcoal or propane and all that other fun stuff. But I mean, uh, it doesn't stop me from putting smoke pellets in my propane grill, which is exactly what I do. Uh, and uh, I I never understood the big beef between like oh you have to have charcoal otherwise you're oh, knuckle drag. Like if you're such a purist, then put whatever you're grilling on the charcoal itself. You know. You know, there's there's techniques out there you're doing that, but you're still putting a grill on top of it, man. I mean, it is heat. Heat is heat. That's why I love propane. That's why I love all types of grilling, but specifically, uh, I I use the propane grill the most because I know it's going to light, it's going to be there, it's even, it's cooked, it's wonderful. And if you can't cook on propane, uh, you're a bad cook. That's that's how I you know come at this thing, and that's why I continue to love cinch as well because even today uh i i did the same thing i just i i hand the propane tank outside of the door i say i need you to come pick this up because i need to grill a lot more 
uh, this weekend, and that's what they do. And if you go to singe.com right now, cynch.com, use the promo code GOBIRDS. It is just $10 on your first tank, and uh, really you should be supporting them because they support us, and that's uh, one of the one of the greatest gifts that you can help and, and do for us just by going to cinch.com and checking uh, them out. Has Emily made anything uh, new and recent yeah, for you? Yeah, made me another steak. <laughs> so good. A it little, is steak a little fillet. Um, yeah, it's steak season. Yeah. Just put some corn on the cob on there, oh, which was wonderful. beautiful. I have not made anything. <laughs> Still. No. Still the, the eater. You, if you can't grill with propane, you're a bad cook. I can't cook anything for anything so I'm a bad cook. <laughs> but thank God my wife so, has created it. <laughs> Speaking of things you grill, I think I'm I'm ready to give you my food take Uh-oh. right now that oh! I'll save it for the end of the episode. All right. All right. So the corn dog is the hot dog in its best version. Like it's the best version of a corn dog. It's the best version of a hot dog. And a corn dog is a top three favorite food of mine. Wow. All right. So I actually, I, I missed the end. What did he I'm say? Torn, so he said a corn dog is also a top three favorite food for him. Oh, wow. Of like, and that everything? the best version of the hot dog. That's is the, the corn that's dog. the real take. The other is just a personal opinion. I like the yeah, first exactly, part. Yeah. I don't, I, wouldn't be okay, in my top so three. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I love corn dogs. I've never thought about it being the best. Ver- it might be. I think it is. It might be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It is. Unless, unless. I don't hate this take. Unless you're a bigger fan of like pigs in a blanket type Ooh, of deal. Does that which count? Are, which are basically corn dogs. Oh, no, 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 my friend. No, no my friend. Different. Well, okay, if, if actually, you're right. Blank, I'm yeah, if dogs. pigs in a blanket are on the table, that is the best version of hot dogs. But I don't think about that as a hot dog because it's a little mini hot dog. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I, I like that. I think it's, it's an a interesting fair take. take. I don't hate it. I yeah. love hot dogs in all forms, but there's a good take. And most hot dog buns end up splitting anyway. That's so you, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah you no, know. I like it. I, I like it. I don't it's hate fine. it. I'm a big corn dog guy, so. <laughs> Can't grow corn dogs, well, however. But if you could, let me tell you something oh, you are going to hate. Yes. Or, or can you? I don't know. Probably. Can you smoke corn dogs? Because maybe we can try that. Ooh. <laughs> Let's get weird up in here. What just happened? Uh, we. Uh, Let's get into uh, some takes and uh, some questions. Hold on, hold on. Oh, Before wait. we get into that, can I tell something, James, something he is going to hate? Oh, yes, oh, please. No. It's all, I, I live so, for this. So Orlando Scandrick last year played almost 200 more coverage snaps, right? Dropped back into coverage almost 200 more times than Ronald Darby did. Allowed only four more catches. Here's the thing. Again, it's not that I hate it. I don't care about <laughs> right. those stats. I, I don't care. And if that's the right. case, if that's the case, why is Orlando Skandrick still on the so, market yes, and, and I, playing the second slot role on this team? And Ronald Darby got paid $9 million. What are we yeah. talking about here? Yeah. Ronald Darby got paid like $3 million when you look at his deal. Whatever. But regardless, You're that's saying fine. that every talent ev- evaluator in the NFL is wrong and you are right. Yeah. Got it. Done. Been, we've, been known, we've been known that. <laughs> that's always the case. All right, let's get into some questions and some takes. Uh, I mean, Shane asked, I mean, I don't. Uh, obviously, you know, Sidney Jones has is, is not changed ESP's perspective of him yet. I, I just I don't I don't know if that's true or not. Has has this these five days changed your mind at all? Uh not completely, but he's played pretty well. Um, but I'm not like ready to admit defeat in our Sidney Jones debate now. Okay. All right. Nor uh, should you. Nor should you. So there, there has been some reports uh, that have been going around, and uh, Stephen Lee has noticed them, and uh, mostly coming from JLC, a radio.com insider, Jason Lockenfora, uh, that, you know, how he wants to be aggressive, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So 
what uh, would be comfortable compensation for Big V? Stephen Lee asks. A fourth, a fifth. He now has experience in multiple spots along the O line. Plays across Why, the league. Here's my hold up. Let me interrupt here. Why are you trading Big V for a draft pick? Yeah, he's I, your I, swing swing lineman who can play multiple positions for you. He's a really valuable asset heading into this year. I don't think you're trading him for a draft pick. If you're getting back a defensive end or someone who can help yeah. you right now, maybe. But I don't think he's getting traded for a draft pick. E. The, the Eagles are not in a position to trade players for draft picks yep. right now. Like, you I never know what the offer is going to be. Sure, if someone offers you something crazy for a guy that you don't super need, maybe you do it. But this team is a Super Bowl contending team. This team needs to hold on to their depth and just keep these guys, not worry so much about the future in draft picks. Yeah, time. if anything, they're trading draft picks for another player, I think. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's exactly. a deadline or something, yes. Yeah, I think it's that kind of... You know, when you say aggressive, it's not like okay, we're going to trade Big V for picks. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's it's the it's it's the other way around there. But it's still a good question because I I think Big V has value in those situations when you're trying to go get another pass rusher or corner or whatever this kind of team needs or thinks it needs um, at the time. Uh, ooh, an interesting ooh. An interesting, uh, what what would you do type of question from our good friend Shitstoke so, says, if you could de-age one Eagle vet back to their early 20s <laughs> and add another eight years to the career, who would it be right now? I'll give you his answer. So are we talking someone who's, who's playing yeah. right now or someone? Someone's playing right now. Well, who's Jason Peters, obviously. Jason Peters Jason, is my answer, too. Easy answer yeah, for yeah. me. So that's not the answer. That's not the correct answer. And he actually, I saw his answer, but it would be mine as well. The answer is Jason Kelsey. Wow. <laughs> really? Because yeah, they already have Andre too, Dillard. Kinda. Yeah, but eight years that's younger of Jason Peters? Come on, man. Hey, Jason Kelsey saying. has also been an amazing center. He has I mean, been, but I mean, he's Jason- only, what, 31? I mean, you could still get three, four more years out of Kelsey, theoretically. Peters is yeah, done. Yeah, no, I think... I think Jason Kelsey's the answer. Well, All then right. you just—I mean, if you're actually going to talk roster construction, then Dillard means nothing to you. Then no, why? I mean, he doesn't mean nothing to you. I, you know. Also, we're talking about a hypothetical world where we're de-aging someone. <laughs> We've Benjamin Buttons, Jason Peters, or Jason Kelsey. I think those are the two that you yeah, would go I, with. Yeah, Kelsey's a good answer. I, I don't. I just think because he's younger, I, I I would go Peters. Uh, did Ben Simmons make a three? James will gut feelings. Jalen Mills start the season. I thought you were ready, asking ready? me if Ben Simmons made a three. I was like, no, oh, no you he didn't. Did not. No, at three point attempt. I, I do not say. think Jalen Mills will be ready to start the season. No, e. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I would say it's like twenty five percent. Yeah, that's a trifecta over here too. I don't think he's going to be ready for it either. Uh, from uh, Benjamin Lindsay, given the uh, receiver depth, this is a good time to sell high on Aguilar. Or are no. they just kind of one injury away from being in trouble at that position? And again, again? We just, it's what we just talked about. This yeah. is a team that is trying to win the Super Bowl. We're not looking to sell pieces off. We're looking to add pieces, if anything. So, no. I think Nelson Aguilar is a big part of this offense this season. I think it would have happened already. If yeah, they were for sure. Try and go do it. Unless, again, as always, if there's a, a superstar that Nelson Aguilar needs to be a part of that package. Fine, I think we could all convince ourselves of that, but yeah, don't see it going anywhere. Uh, our more recent listener, and we, we uh, shout her out to Bree. Thank you very much for listening at uh, underscore Miss Barry. Uh, e, she's a defense kind of girl, but I haven't heard much from uh, Malcolm Jenkins. How's he doing in camp? Uh, is he not being talked about because he's just doing his normal thing? Uh, or are the younger guys getting more reps? 
Uh, I think it's a it's a little bit of he's just doing his thing. But today they had one on one drills, um, you know, secondary versus receivers, and was not a good drill uh, for Jenkins. He got burned very badly by I forget who who would you remember who it was, Barchard? Um, yeah, I was know. it? I think it was Mark Mark and Michael. Well, I think, I think that it was him. Right? Yeah. Um, he burned him, and then later on, uh, someone else got the better of him too. He seemed very frustrated with it. Uh, but he hasn't looked bad in team drills or anything. But that was the only kind of time I reckon I've noticed him. Doctor Seuss one one eighteen. Our good friend Hubie. What have you seen uh, out of uh, Sidney Jones to make you think he's a starter versus the DBs? Uh, and who has been the best best DB uh, in camp? I. I, you want to answer this one, John? Yeah, I, th- I, I think the I, I, I honestly, it's a, I'm having a hard time between him and Razul. I think they've had equally as good as camps. Uh, uh, I think it's Sydney. You yeah. do think it's Sydney? Um, well, he's got two interceptions. No, I know. I, I I think that there's a and, and versus you know who's who's been the best DB. Oh, I I read it wrong. Anyway, yeah, it's between Sydney and, and Razul for me. And Avante is the best DB on the team. Yeah, forgetting what's yeah. happened. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, there's a, there's still pl- a plenty to go through and we'll have lots of, uh, lots of time for questions for takes for a lot of different stuff as we kind of make our way through training camp. But, uh, uh, E, anything with that, that we are forgetting as we close this thing down? Uh, LJ Fort had a really good day. Um, he, he made a really good play in 11 on 11s and then, uh, later on again against the run. So Zach Brown running with the third team defense at this point, uh, not great for him, I guess, but they did go slow with Haloti Nada as well. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, LJ Fort was kind of a guy today that really stuck out amongst the not like huge name guys. Uh, James, any, uh, any final things as we've uh, now completed five whopping days of Eagles training camp here? No. <laughs> Been watching movies lately. Broadcast news was really good. Okay, I enjoyed good. it. So, saw uh, that you were doing a little midnight run. Yeah, also a lot of them. Broadcast news is a really good. If you haven't seen, here's my here's my Eagles thought. If you haven't seen broadcast news from 1987 <laughs> with Holly Hunter, Albert Brooks, and William Hurt, you must see it. It's fantastic. Yeah, put it uh, put it on down. Uh, you want to hear something surprising? Yeah. I have not seen that. Oh yeah! Wow, I'm shocked. <laughs> yes, anything made before the year 2000. Uh, we, uh, like I said before, we are we are brewing towards something really great. And actually, you know, as I told you guys, I thought Monday would be a good target day to announce it with all of you involved with it. But probably thinking next Monday is is the best time to do it as we creep towards that first preseason game. Uh, it's really exciting. I'm glad that uh, the Eagles gave us the okay to do it. And uh, like I said, you're going to be involved with it and helping us determine a thing. So it should be really, really, really fun. Uh, we will see what happens tomorrow. Um, if there is something to talk about, we will certainly be here. If not, we've got a lot of great audio over the last couple of days from a lot of different players, from bubble players, starters, all things uh, in between. So we should uh, we should just kind of go around camp and Get the feel of uh, of what's going on there, so you can kind of understand the vibe of everybody through the first five days. Uh, at Go Birds Pod, five star reviews, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, the Spotify, we are all there. Get the word out at Go Birds Pod on the Twitter dot com for Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer. I'm John Barchard, and this has been episode number ninety two right here on Radio.com and Sports Radio ninety four WIP. Go Birds.